boobies have been tucked. They are swaying. Nothing's original and so forth. Nothing's original. Podcast. We're just two girls making another podcast. We've all seen this before. Nothing, 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 nothing's original and so forth. And let's go. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to Nothing Original, the podcast. ASMR version. <laughs> you should really see what it looks like in the audio. Atrocious. Horrifying, I'm sure. Howdy, howdy. Welcome back to Nothing Original, the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Perini. And I'm joined with my co-host, Victoria Cruz Falk. And I didn't say that last time, so <laughs> no one knew who we were on the last episode. <laughs> oh, well, we don't know what, who we are either. And, and that's, that's this episode. Welcome to An Identity Crisis Part 2. Um, ooh, ooh. We have a Patreon and our Venmos if you want to pay us for the work that we put into this. It takes me so goddamn long to edit these episodes and make them listenable. <laughs> um that's all linked in the show notes or not linked it's just in there as a like text there's no hyperlink is my point um <laughs> i'm not that savvy um so yeah without further ado tori how are you growing this week pretty <laughs> wrangling every single animal um yeah i am growing just a little bit each and every day. I took a nice little end of summer like vacation, like a little last hurrah for summer. Um, and I think like Virgo season is really like whipping me into shape because I'm like trying to get my house together. If you can hear just an incessant sound, it is my cat just scratching the walls of her litter box. And I'm just <laughs> hoping that it's only bothering me, but I'm assuming it's not. Um, yeah, I'm just like trying to do my best. I like Brandon started a new job and so we, he had a like week off and we truly just vibed and watched How to Get Away with Murder and did laundry and went to the lake and our dog swam for the first time Aww. and it was so cute she did not like it but she <laughs> did it um yeah so i'm just i'm just trying to have good good happy thoughts because like i still am having all my anxious thoughts about like all of the things but i'm trying to be like eh that's not real. So the lake was good? Oh my gosh. It was so pretty. What lake did and you go to? We went to Laurel Lake. It's like in between Corbett and London, I guess. Yeah. It's technically in London, but um, yeah, we went and got an Airbnb. Like it fully could have been a day trip, but I was like, nope, we got to get out of this house. Yeah. We'll be too tired. 
So like we went after I got off work on Sunday and just the Airbnb, I'll send you a picture. It's like very short. It's a basement apartment in someone's home Mm. in like the country in Corbin. And uh, we had to duck. Like we are very (laughs) tall people. Like it was definitely like you sized, but like not Ben sized. Yeah, we run Um, into that problem a lot. (laughs) And then I, like, I mentioned that in the review I left, and I was like, there should be a warning, because, like, we're not, like, super tall people. We're just, like, averagely tall, I think. Brandon's really tall, I feel like. He's 6'4". Yeah, that's how tall Ben is. But I feel like for a man, that's, like, a good tall. Yeah. But, like, that that guy Thomas on Bachelor uh, Nation, uh, he's 6'6". He'll tell you that himself, but... Like, there should be a warning. Like, (laughs) just so you know, if you're taller than six foot four, this is not going to be a comfy experience for you. (sighs) But it was really nice. And then we were so tired on the way back. And then we went to salsa dance class because I am really just roping him into doing whatever the fuck I want right now. And yeah, it was a really nice little getaway. How do you dress to go to a salsa dance class? So this is an issue because, like, it's a dance class, so there's a lot of mirrors, right? Oh, God. Count me out. Yeah. So I've, like, been to this place before, and before COVID, they had, like, if you bought the full package class, you would get free Zumba classes as well. Mm. So, like, to the Zumba, I'd wear workout clothes, and then I'd also sort of wear workout clothes to the dance classes, but the first day we went, I truly, our laundry situation is atrocious, and I wore jean shorts and a shirt and my Chaco thing, like, they're not Chacos, but they look like them, and uh, Brendan was like, don't wear those, and I was like, I'm going to, and I definitely got a blister, and it kind of cut my foot. So then the next day I wore Vans and my purple pants and a uh, top. And I was just looking at my like crotch area <laughs> the whole time because I don't love what the purple pants do to it. Right. So I think it's just really going to be trial and error with no success because I don't love um, looking at myself in a mirror moving. Yeah. And you have to like bounce during the workout, like no. this warm up portion. And it was, like, mostly men in the classroom. And I was like, I can't I can't sit here and bounce as a person with tits. Like, I just can't do that. <laughs> You're like, this is sexual harassment. Thank you. It, yeah, me too. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> How are you growing this week? How's our family growing? Talk about that. I did. I, I did. I did get a cat. <laughs> um, here's the story behind that. So <laughs> um, Ben and I have been in the market for a second pet loosely, but not like seriously. And we had thought about getting another kitten. New Orleans, who I mentioned at the end of the last episode, was adopted before we could like even consider her. Um, which I'm glad that she got a home. I wasn't too concerned because she was an adorable kitten and adorable kittens always get homes. Um, 
So we had kind of put it on the back burner because we were thinking like, oh, we might want to use our other pet token for like a dog. Um, and we were just like, I don't know. I talked to my brother about it and he was like, <laughs> he was like, maybe don't get a kitten because um, like you're just now having Chester kind of transition into adulthood. And like, if you need to go somewhere, like having a kitten and like an adolescent is hard. So we went to PetSmart, my brother and I did, um, to get Chester some toys for like, like ball toys. Um, I do buy him dog toys sometimes. Um, he likes them all the same. And also if you buy a cat dog toys, they're usually big enough that they can use them as kickers. Um, where they like kick, kick, kick the back of it, you know, with their back feet. Uh huh. Um, that's them learning how to break a neck and kill something. Um, and then like literally just disembowel it. Yeah. That's what which they're is doing. Beautiful. Which is what they do to each other when they play fight, which is really alarming. Yeah. We weren't sure when we brought our new kitty home. They were like, they play fought a little bit after the first few days and Chester was doing that and I was like, don't kill him. <laughs> um, and um, anyway, so we went to PetSmart and I was like, oh, I just want to go over to like the fur kids, like adoption, you know, that that like little cage thing. Um, and I want to like just pet the cats basically. <laughs> um, and there was this adorable little kitten that I wanted to go in and see. And so I went in and he was like this orange, just like adorable, adorable little thing. Um, maybe two, three months old. And I was like, I need to go pet that cat. And so I went in and I was petting him. And then from like the heavens, the cat tree behind me, um, I, like there was like just this very graceful cat that like bounced down and like rubbed his head against me and I was like who is this and his name before which he fully did not know and I will tell you that right now like I could say this to him any day of the week and he would not know it's him was Casa Bien <laughs> oh my <God>. one word <laughs> um and he, the lady told me, like, he's six years old, he has a few dental problems, and then he went over, I was, like, talking to the lady, and he went over to the gate thing that they have, and he, like, started rolling around near my brother, and cats, animals like my brother, but it takes them, like, a minute, you know? Like, very rarely does an animal that I've, like, at least Chester and, like, kind of, like, adjacent animals very rarely do they just kind of like go up and say like oh yeah you you know <laughs> and atticus his name now did and it was <laughs> it was so cute and we i was like texting ben and he was like we're not getting a kitten we're not getting a kitten um like we're not ready for a second pet and then i was like okay but i really want to discuss the six-year-old like i seriously want to discuss it um and so we went out to the car and Patrick was thinking about maybe adopting him for himself, but he has like super bad cat allergies and it's just not something that would have been sustainable. And then, you know, rehoming would have had to happen and the whole thing. So Ben gets home and I'm like, can we talk about the six-year-old? He's like, sure. 
So he's literally in the shower. I'm sitting on the kitchen or on the, the bathroom counter. Like he was so cute and he's so sweet and he's so regal looking. <laughs> just like going on and on and on. And I'm like, he's six years old and I don't know why he's in the shelter, but he's in the shelter and I don't want him to be there. Cause like he probably had a family at some point. And it just like made me really sad. And Ben was like, okay, okay I want to meet him before I give you an answer. And so we went back to PetSmart. I did call them and I was like, Hey, is your adoption little thingy still open? Back to PetSmart, there was a new lady. I explained that I had been there earlier and that I wanted my partner to meet a cat that I was interested in. And so he met him, and within like 20 seconds, he was like, Okay. And I told the lady, she was like, Are you looking to adopt him? And I was like, Yes. Um, you know, whenever the soonest is that we can take him home. And she said, like, the the manager who was the faster of the two was the one who was working. So like we could take him home that day, probably. And so I filled out all the stuff, and then it got sent to the manager, and she approved it. And then we got everything, and we had to put him in one of those, like, bunny boxes, you know? At Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, he hated it. <laughs> um, and we took him home, and we had to, like, slowly introduce him to Chester. It took a couple days for sure. But he's, like the perfect cat like chester is like the perfect kitten and always will be because he's like so fucking cute but like this is like the perfect like cat (laughs) um and he's like very regal looking and like very pretty he's very handsome um very pretty he's very handsome um very pretty he's very handsome um I just want to respond to the fact that you refer to um, the number of pets a place will allow you to have as pet tokens. And I just want to say that I hate capitalism and what it's done to us. And we should all just be able to have as many fucking pets as we want. We're never going to own a home, so leave us the fuck alone. Right. And like, here's the thing. We were under the impression it's pretty, it seemed pretty straightforward to us in our lease that the pet fee covers two pets. That's how it's written. Like, it's not like, it doesn't say that explicitly, but it's like, there is a pet fee. You can have up to two pets, right? Like, it seems as though (laughs) um, the pet fee counts for two pets. And so we didn't think it would be an issue telling the office. Honestly, we didn't have to really tell the leasing office because like, it's a fucking cat. What are they going to, what are they going to be in our apartment? No. Um, but we did tell the leasing office and it took them like a week to get back to us, which was weird. And then they were like, okay, can you send me his information? Which I already did. And then we'll have like a pet addendum to your lease that you'll sign in the portal. And don't forget the $500 pet fee. And I was what? like, sorry, no, 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 no. <laughs> the pet fee counts for two pets. Yeah. And like, like we're paying extra pet rent, like we're paying, we're going to pay an extra $25 a month to have this cat in our home. And she was like, no, that's sorry for the confusion. But I ended up bitching about it enough (laughs) that they took it down to like 250, which it's better than 500. But still, like, what the fuck? Like, why can't I just, they're not. They're not bothering anyone. Like, they're not ruining anything. The most they do is kind of scratch at the carpets, but these carpets are ass anyway. They replace them when people move anyway. So, like, yeah. 
renting is a hellhole. Yeah, and I was just like, what is the purpose? Anyway, yeah, we have a new cat, and I've been working on logistics. He needs to get a dental cleaning because he allegedly has some dental issues. Taking him to the vet for the first time on Tuesday. I did get his medical records, and I'm pretty confident that he was abandoned um, (laughs) because his medical records, like if you surrender a cat willingly, typically you would give the shelter their medical records. Um, His medical records started in August of this year. And when they found him, he had like a crazy like worms thing going on. Mm. And he had like an infection. It was a whole thing. So he was on medicine for like a month. And now he's fine. So I got to take him into the vet and um, make sure that he's okay and good to go. But yeah, so I love him. He's very good. That makes me so sad. Yeah, I literally sat on the living room floor reading his medical records and crying. Because I was like, who would give up this boy? Like, I understand, like, things happen. But don't abandon your pets. Like, surrender them if you have to. If you have to. I mean, like, if something happens and you have to surrender a pet, that sucks. Like, that sucks. But do it. Like, take the pet to a place and have the place have his medical records. Don't just, like, leave him somewhere. That's something I really don't have patience for. Um, I'd be like, uh, not to be judgmental, but I am judgmental. And just, like... If you are considering getting a pet, consider all of the things before you just go out and be like, okay, I'm going to get this big old dog. Right. Right. If you can't take care of it and you can't do that, like there are programs where you can visit a puppy, like go hang out with your friend's dogs. Just go to the fucking dog park. Become a dog walker. I don't fucking care if you can't handle a pet. Don't get one because I don't want to see you returning your dog to the shelter. I will literally come fight you. And that's like what my brother said not that but like he's he said like you guys are gonna want to move before you get a dog because you guys want a big dog like that's just like you guys aren't gonna want to have a big dog in your apartment like obviously like ben and i would not want i mean don't get me wrong we live in a good size apartment but like it's not big enough for like the kind of dogs that we want and it's not fair to like make them walk down five flights of stairs or get on the elevator to like go outside and pee and like I would rather have a yard because like being an animal caregiver is like a big thing for me so like I want my animals to like have good spaces and this apartment is like perfect for a cat two cats even not for a dog and so he was like before you guys get a dog you're gonna want to end up moving like for the dog (laughs) um to like a house like that's gonna be a house thing and then i was like okay yeah fair true 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 so big supporting like i big support impulsive decisions i'm like yeah break up with your boyfriend and move out of the house that you got together i think that's a great idea but when people are thinking about getting pets, I'm like, dude, think about your goals and like where you're going to be in 15 years, because where you're going to be in 15 years, that dog is also going to be there in 15 years. Yeah. And that's why it was so easy for me to just kind of like decide. Cause he, first of all, he was an older cat. That helps a little. (laughs) 
um, in the grand scheme of things. But um, like we already have one and that one already needs an extra litter box because he's a fucking prick. And <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and um, like we already have all the food. We already have all the supplies. We have extra space. And we're only going to grow from here. Like, I don't see us moving back into a smaller place. I don't see us moving anywhere crazy anytime soon. And if we do, it'll always be somewhere we can bring our cats. Because, like, these are my children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, not to be like they a fur baby. came out of my baby. womb. Yeah, not to be like a fur baby, like, person. But, like, I have never felt such deep love. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am a fur baby person and I'm okay with it. Brandon actually just posted recently on Facebook. He was like, love being like a fur dad or fur, some something real. Mm. What's the word? Chuggy. Fuck that <laughs> but, word. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, there's, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Basic white ass behavior. That's what we're talking about. We know fucking Ray Dunn. We get it. <laughs> you don't have to be white to have that behavior. Um, Sorry. I do think I have ADHD. I, yeah. Um, yeah, like, Brandon and I want another dog so that Bella can, like, run around with someone other than Parsnip. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Parsnip loves to play with dogs. But sometimes I'm just like, dude, he just wants to chill and you are uh, attacking him. But that would be for animals and we don't have, like, a yard to ourselves. Right. And we know that we're going to probably move somewhere smaller sooner so it's just a tree of you for right now yeah that's the other thing is like this has been so good for chester like he hasn't been properly socialized with other animals since he was a baby like he had siblings and then we got him and he was an only cat and then like we had to really slowly introduce him to atticus um and that you know that took time but like it went really well and now like something that i've noticed is like he was developing a habit of like nipping at ankles because he wanted to play with something and like you can't play with a cat like a cat can play with a cat like you can give him all the toys you can like you know play with the string toys and like make him roll around and stuff but it's so different and like with atticus like they play all the time and like Atticus is very vocal Chester is not when they're playing it's the opposite most of the time but when they're playing Chester is like dead silent and Atticus is like (laughs) Um, and so at first we were like oh shit what are they doing and then we realized like this is what Chester has been waiting for (laughs) it's just like someone to play with and he hasn't been nipping at ankles he hasn't been doing anything like any of his, like, behavior that we didn't love just kind of went out the window when he got a brother, so. Wow, I wish that happened with Parsnip. I literally was going to tell you this morning, he, there he goes, <laughs> he really likes chewing on my slides and my chacos because they're, like, squishy. Yeah. And he can get his mouth around it. And he usually will just, like, do it while, like, they're off my feet. And I had them on my feet this morning. And he literally just started munching on them. And I was like, ugh, this fucking cat. But I also do respect 
Um, but he doesn't respect authority. For sure. Um, for sure. Like, I love that for him. I just wish I weren't uh, the only authority figure in his life. Yeah. Also, Hannah watched them, like the cats, while we were at the lake. And she said that parsnip, like one time she opened the door and from the ground he like leaped into her arms. Like he said, and like she caught him. But like, (laughs) and he does that to me where he'll like come, like he'll get on the counter. He'll do it more to Brandon though. It hurts my feelings. He sits on the counter when someone gets home and then he like paws up them to give them like a kiss. And he does that in the bathroom and like at the toilet too. But I don't know what's going on with that boy. I don't know what love this cat did not receive before we got him. He's not a kisser. And so, like, we'll go to, like, kiss his head, and he'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> and, like, we're we're no. definitely getting to him. Like, he's getting more comfortable with us getting closer with our faces. But, like, Chester, like, I literally, he was sitting next to me this morning when I was, like, waking up. And I, he was looking somewhere else. Like, he was totally turned around for me. And I said, give mommy a kiss. And he turned around, and he just, like, pooped his nose. And I was like... We gotta train Atticus, like. <laughs> yeah, that's the only training I really care about. Like, the rest of it, I don't care, but I need kisses on command from you. I was kind of hoping that you would do how you're growing first. Oh my god. Parsnip just dropped the Xbox. Um, so that I could go second, because I just started reading The Defining Decade this morning, which is about uh, being a 20-something-year-old. And I was going to be like, transition, transition, transition. I don't remember the sound you did for it. Segway, segway, segway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I put that in my loops. I'll still put it there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was the segue. Okay, let's talk about... Being in our 20s. I'm not about it. I thought it it was going to be a lot more fun than it is. (laughs) Fun, friends, drugs, lots of fun. And what I have to tell you is that I just work and worry about my cats and, and everything else. Yeah. I just... I, I'm just learning how to exist recently. So um it's it's pretty hard. I'm done my masters and I don't have a job, so I'm just learning how to like sit. I can't. It's so hard. It's so hard. How? How? It's so like Wait, yeah. are you you finished it yet? When? A week ago? I missed that. I knew it was in September, yeah, it was like, I, but it was like, you had already written the damn thing. Yeah. You just ran out of words to type, like, space for yeah, it. Yeah, I turned it in. Well, she's a master, y'all. I turned it in a week ago. That's the other thing. What? <laughs> How am I hyper-qualified for some jobs now? I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. Yeah, you baby. It's impossible that I have a master's degree. But I do. It couldn't be me. <laughs> it really couldn't. 
I... Yeah, I don't... I don't... Yeah, this is a really good um, analysis of what being in your 20s is. It's just being like, what? <laughs> what? Imagine having kids right now. When I tell you that I'm going to a baby shower Saturday... Oh, God. That is... Obviously, I'm not going to put out, like, a family drama and my judgments on this podcast. Just know that there is some for me. Um, (laughs) And I just don't, like, the non-judgmental virgin, virgin, wow, (laughs) virgin. The non-judgmental virgin. The non-judgmental virgin. Anyway, I just feel that some people have kids so young and I just, like, don't understand. And there's a lot of pressure from different parts of the world like society culture media and also uh, my boyfriend's family for me to project a child from my body and let's just reiterate that we've been together for like a year and a single month so to me that's um terrorism and i just don't really know what to do with it and i'm thinking of doing the thing that my mom did when I was like, we did a lot of road trips because she's from Canada and her family was in Wisconsin and where I grew up in Maryland. So it was like thousands of miles each summer. And every time I was like, are we there yet? She'd be like, oh, cause you asked, it's gonna be another hour. So I think every time they ask me, when are you guys having babies and stuff like that? I'm just like, oh, cause you asked, that adds on a year. We're at 37 now. So is that a good plan? I don't think so. I but. can't imagine family <laughs> asking me when I'm going to have a baby. Like, I told my dad that I adopted another cat, and he was like, is this done? Before he said congrats. Like, he was like, is this official? Are you, is it, the cat is in your home? And, and then he was like, congrats. Um, <laughs> if I were like, hey, dad, I'm pregnant, I think he would be like, no. Is this done? Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Have you considered you your options? live in Texas. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's like so much weirdness around kids. Because I know so many people who have children. And like, they're not the people who you would expect to have kids. And it's like the people who you would expect to have kids. Like I, they don't. Like I expected my best friend from high school to kind of have kids by now, even though I didn't, I knew she didn't want them like super early, but like just the situation that she was in for a long time, like I just assumed that she would be a mom soon. Like, <laughs> um, and she's like on the exact opposite track now, like not even close to having kids, like a working gal, like girl bossing too close for the sun. And then I have... I was really close to making another abortion joke, and I didn't, and that's self-control. That's how we're growing. That's how we're growing. Um, but, like, I know a girl who... I think she's our age. Maybe she's, like, a year older, but um, she has, like, a three-year-old, I think. And oh, no. I never pinned her as someone who ever wanted kids. So, like... I don't know. I feel like the people who end up having kids young are the people who, like, you didn't think would end up having kids ever. And, like, I just don't understand it. Like, I can't imagine going through your 20s and, like, having a child. Because I feel like I have cats. And they are so much responsibility. And I put so much into, like, giving them a good life. They're cats. But also you could just, like, leave for a day and they'd be fine. Right. They're cats. Like... (laughs) 
I can't imagine like a living, breathing human who has to like adjust to society one day uh, being in my no. house. <laughs> yeah, Brandon and I, I texted him <laughs> the opposite of what I've just been saying. Yesterday I saw these really cute little Latino girls, um, must have been like six and eight or something like that, at the cafe I work at. Also, Silas House was at the cafe I work at cool. yesterday. And I was starstruck, and I was just like, <laughs> He's very nice, um, I like him. I think he was just doing it, like, reading at Joseph Beth that I wanted to go to, which is probably why he was there. Anyway, um, oh, so then I texted Brandon, I was like, can we please, like, pleading with him, can we please have children? <laughs> and then, like, when I got home at, like, 11.30, we went to a taco truck, and we were just sitting there, and he was like, so why did you want to have kids today? And I was today. like, oh, I just saw these cute kids. It's, like, over with. But, like, we've been watching How to Get Away with Murder, like I said. Segway, segway, segway. And Laurel, this is a spoiler, um, ends up having a kid, but she's, like, also still in law school. And it's truly just the worst representation of motherhood that I've ever seen. Like, she doesn't look tired. Yeah. And I'm just, like... There's no way, there is simply no way you could continue. Like, obviously people do it all the time. But I personally, and also with the plot of the show, there's just no way. There's no way. And honestly, after watching that show and like thinking about things and the world and like my body, I'm just like, I never want to have kids. I just don't want to participate. Yeah, <laughs> you're it for me. You're my only baby. Yeah, and You're like, the youngest. I, I definitely have biological, like, baby fever. Like, sometimes I see babies and I'm like, oh, give me it. Oh, give me it. Oh, give me it. But, like, no. <laughs> I know I'm gonna be better. honest with you. I don't like babies. I like the little boys, like, little, <laughs> the little boys, the little children that are, like, four and up. yeah. Maybe three. Really before that, I have no interest in being a part of that child's life. Well, sometimes I see babies and they have little shoes. Oh, no. Little shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a problem for me. I can't go into shoe stores without looking at them and then looking at Brandon and being like, but we could have a little baby. I do And it's just really, it's too much. So, I'm yeah. embarrassed that I, like, tried to use my baby voice with someone other than Brandon. And uh, I'm so sorry that I shared that with the world. I, if Ben and I ever go to Target together, the way that we get to, like, the place that we need to be, which is usually, like, the home section, um, we pass through the the shoe section, because, like, you round, every Target is the same, so you, like, round the corner around. That's not true. 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 Okay. It's false. Okay, but they're mostly, like, similar. Okay. You, yeah. like, round a corner past the women's wear and, like, the bras, and then there's shoes, and then if you keep going, there's towels, right? Um, yeah. So we pass the shoes every time, and every time I pick up, like, one of the baby shoes, and I'm like, he's little. <laughs> um, but I can't imagine actually having a child. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, little clothes are so cute, but that's, but let's really just deconstruct that. I feel similarly about baby shoes that I do about like mini forks and spoons. Like I'm just like obsessed with small things like that. Yeah. And I think everyone loves mini. So it's not that we like 
want to carry a fetus for nine months and let it rip us open. It's just like, oh, cute, it's small. It's like this, but it's small. Right. It's like I have a mini waffle maker and I do eat those like Kodiak protein waffles like every single day. And every day I'm making my mini waffles and I'm like, (laughs) little. (laughs) So like... It's like that, but you know what I wouldn't do is I wouldn't think like this is the size of maybe a toddler's breakfast and then have a child so that I can feed the toddler that waffle. You know what I mean? They don't need to eat. They don't you know? need to eat, idiots. Make your own damn food. <laughs> I also, this is very revealing, but you know how like you can like shake a baby to death by accident? Shaken baby syndrome? Yes. I think I I think uh, I could, could do that. I just <laughs> don't have a lot of patience, and when I'm already in a bad mood or irritable, like one thing can set me off, and I like do just like ah yeah. Um, so I think I would just like need to work on that before uh, I was in charge of a human life. My mom, here's something fucked up about my childhood. <laughs> Um, my mom used to like, I used to really like being like moved around again, ADHD. (laughs) Like I, I liked being rocked. Like I liked being like, if my mom was hugging me, like I liked being moved back and forth. Um, and so she would like, I would like sit on her lap at like, I think my brothers were in little league at the time or something. And we would just like sit and watch and I would sit on her lap and she would like rock me back and forth and she would go shaking baby syndrome, shaking baby syndrome. <laughs> so, in case you're wondering where my sense of here. humor <laughs> came from. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like also like how do people get into their 20s I mean, I get it if you live in your hometown. If you live in your hometown, you've kind of got, like, a system already. But, like, imagine moving somewhere, not having friends, and then having a baby. No, I won't imagine it, because that seems like uh, hell. I, I don't know how to make friends as an adult, and that's number one priority to me right now. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that. Like, obviously, babies, like that specific to being people who can produce children, I think, is that people are always asking us when the fuck you're going to do it. It's just like, have you seen the world? Never. Never. It's not going to happen. Um, but, like, what's it like for you moving to a new city in the middle of a pandemic to be with your man? Um, uh, and France? Fucking stupid. I mean, <laughs> I I had planned to move here regardless of the pandemic. <laughs> and <laughs> um and then the pandemic happened and I ended up living here anyway. Like I was with Ben when everything went like shut down in in March of 2020. Um we were actually in Florida visiting my father. And um, <laughs> sometimes I do think that you're from the Midwest. You said something like two minutes ago. I don't. Oh fuck. We'll just listen back to it. And I'll be like, yeah, there it was. 
Um, um, Do you have friends in Atlanta? Oh, literally no. Okay, so like, (laughs) (laughs) so I moved, yeah, I moved here during (laughs) the pandemic and we were in pretty high lockdown at the beginning, like everyone kind of was. And then um, my brother, who um, does not do well when he is sick, and has some other stuff going on, so cannot get sick otherwise. <laughs> um, he live. He moved like forty-five minutes away from me, so that we could be near each other and like have time with each other. So therefore, Ben and I were in like more lockdown mode than ever before, so that we could see Patrick. And um, then this actually devolved pretty quickly um olivia kelly came to visit (laughs) and i had to quarantine for two weeks after that because we didn't like she didn't quarantine on the front end because she works and we didn't do like covid testing or anything because like it was still not easy then (laughs) um and she came to visit and then i had two weeks of quarantine and then i was having seasonal allergies and it was too Uh, akin to the symptoms so like I was just staying away and then Ben got a job so like we couldn't see Patrick much anymore and then we got a cat and we were just busy and exposed on the regs to like other people so we were still kind of locked down but not as much because Ben was working um so this was all we got our our vaccines we were fully vaxxed in like April, late April. Um, I guess early May, if you count the two weeks that it takes to like be fully vaxxed. Um, I had been here for like a year and had not met a single soul except for like my hairdresser. Like, <laughs> um, and there's no way to do that. Like if you have to be in a higher amount of like lockdown, you, you're doing grad school online that grad school is in the UK. There is not a single way I could have gone out with those friends. <laughs> um, or literally watched a reality TV show together. Literally. Like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and, like, then we had from May. We moved in May. So we were vaccinated for, like, two weeks before we moved. Actually, two weeks before my brother moved to Atlanta. And then, then we moved. And then... We went to visit Ben's family in Phoenix, and then I was in Kentucky, and then I was doing a dissertation. And I have literally met, like, three people in Atlanta, one of whom I was, like, kind of on the verge of becoming friends with. But when you make new friends, this is the shitty thing, when you make new friends outside of, like, college or work, you have to dedicate, like, a specific amount of time to that to make it a friendship. And, like, I don't have that attention span. (laughs) And if you don't have those, like, it's not even just, like, the dedication. It's, like, also awkward. Like, if you don't just have shared experiences and, like, planned things, then it's, like, hey, I, like, kind of like you. It's, like, a courtship. Like, you have, like. Right. You really have to put yourself out there. And I just, it's embarrassing to be in your 20s trying to, like, make new friends. But I feel like everyone wants that. Yeah. Like, everyone craves human connection, I'm pretty sure. And, like, one of the girls I work with is in a similar situation to you in that she moved to Lexington during the pandemic and, like, 
isn't in school, but her husband is. Yeah. And, like, she just, like, works. And I asked her, because I, like, am considering moving to another city. And a big thing for me is just, like, friends. Like, I'm already so insecure about that, which is so dumb. I have, like, many friends, and many of them are good friends. And that's always been something I've, like loved about myself and like been proud of Mm. but then like weird stuff with some friends whatever i've been insecure about it the pandemic makes it hard to like do those things college ended that's what we're talking about here today it's weird i have weird feelings um and i was just like so like how has it been for you doing that she's like yeah i have like one friend here Uh, (laughs) and just like you like work friends i like many of my I like my, like, coworkers, and I would love to be, like, their real friends, mm-hmm. and I've hung out with them, like, after work, or, like, outside of work a couple times, but not, like, I don't know, it's just so hard. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, kind of where I'm stuck, <laughs> is, so first of all, I need someone, if I'm to make friends right now, <laughs> you can't just make any friends during a pandemic if you're sensible. Like, it just doesn't work like that. And I need, like, especially with, like, the Delta variant and, like, booster shots and, like, vaccinations, you can't just, like, make friends with people and then find out, like, they're anti-vax or they don't believe in the Delta variant or, like, anything like that because it's just, like, not safe. It is, like, dating. It's, like, an STD. Like... (laughs) Literally. And... It's so hard to find, like, those people. Because if you're going to, like, a meetup or something, like, you you have an interest and you find that there's a thing happening, you're going to a meetup. And, like, those people are going to a meetup in a pandemic during a flare-up. So, like, and also, I, I'm a big fan of, like, work friends, school friends. Like, I've always had those. And, like, I did make school friends, and I'm grateful for them, but they do live in the UK. So then I'm like, oh, work friends. But the whole point of what I'm doing right now is, like, healing, (laughs) Um, like, a lot of myself. And, like, obviously, like, I'm grateful that I can take time off, but I need to. Like, if I were in any other situation, I would be on the verge of death. (laughs) Um. And so, like, I need to take time off. And that means not having a freaking job, right? But then it's like, (laughs) how else do you meet people? Like, how else? How else? Yeah. How else? Yeah. I mean, I, like, have considered going to grad school in person during the pandemic to literally meet new people Literally. so I can make friends because anything I've done in the past like during college I like made good friends so like undergrad like I met Jocelyn Kira and we're good friends and then I went to Spain and I met Griffin and Carissa and then I was in Gaines and I met you and Hannah and Aaron and the girl gang and then like went to Ecuador and met Shelby and Timber so like doing things like that I like pick up like of like 20 like 12 to 30 people i meet like one or two people that i'm like yeah this is fucking it and then i graduate and that fucking stops and that's part of the reason i left the law office like i've said all of like i don't even think i've said everything Uh, that's a patreon episode but it was like sexist and awful and all of those things but if i'm being honest it was like 
all these people who had been at the job for 20 years who were in a way different stage of life. And we've talked, I love old people. Like I spent much of my childhood Mm -hmm. in like senior centers and like senior RV parks, just vibing. Um, but it was always like, Oh, you and your boyfriend would have cute kids. Like, are you guys going to have kids? Are you going to buy a house? If you're going to buy a house, make sure you have enough, like he has a good job or knows how to fix things. And then it was like, I got to this cafe and it was like, oh yeah, the last time I did acid, blah, blah, blah. So like, I just was like, love this cafe for so many reasons. Like it has its issues as well. But one of the biggest draws for me at least was just like, yeah, I want to be surrounded by like cooler young people that I like vibe with that I think I could be friends with. Like that is genuinely one of my goals in my like work Mm -hmm. sphere or career for the next like for the foreseeable future honestly it's just like if i don't think i would like be friends with the people that i work with or could be i don't really want to work at that place because it's just like gonna be a waste of time like i can make money wherever but like that's what i'm more interested in right now and like we went when we got vaccinated obviously like we went to go visit ben's family in phoenix um because we hadn't seen them in a, in a long time. Um, and my ex stepmom <laughs> lives in Phoenix. So I see her for like dinner when we go and visit. And she was asking like, Oh, how do we like Atlanta? Like, what do we do? Like all this kind of stuff. And we don't have answers to those things because Ben went to grad school here. He ended grad school in a pandemic. All of his friends, either work nearby and like he can see them sometimes or moved to get a job right and then we went into a pandemic and we were safe during the pandemic like that was a big thing for us we were lucky enough that we could stay home often and Ben could work from home most days and this that and the other and my stepmom who is not best when it comes to covid um said something like oh don't tell me you guys are boring and i'm like honestly we are like i like being boring (laughs) i like hanging out with my cats my brother and my boyfriend and i don't like going to bars i don't like honestly drinking copiously i've never really liked that i've done it in social settings and it hasn't been my vibe i don't really like putting myself in those situations to begin with and then what like you're gonna add a pandemic on top of that and I'm not gonna do it and you're gonna call me boring grow up (laughs) yeah yeah I so when you said I like being boring I was like I don't fucking like being boring but what I think I mean is like I have always back to having ADHD I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I don't think I do maybe I do I don't know Everyone in our generation does. Anyone with a smartphone. Um, I have always been, like, over-busied in my life, like, with a lot of things going on. So not having that kind of lifestyle uh, isn't great for my mental health because then I feel like I'm failing if I'm not, like, at least doing, like, one social engagement a week or something like that. And, like, social engagement, like, I also don't, 
like drinking copiously and like I don't like bars and going out. I also don't like that in a pandemic either. But like just all of the people... I just miss fucking doing something on a weekly basis with, like, you. for sure. Like, just hanging out at your apartment drinking, like, a margarita. Like, that's what I want. Like, I just want to watch The Housewives with all of my good friends on different days of the week. And because, like, we all live in different places except for literally, like, two of my friends here. Like, Like, that's my main... That's, like, that was my pod. That's who I lived with. And that's my main social activity here and they like are both from here like kentucky so then i'm just like oh my gosh they have more friends than me they have like a better life like all, all of these things where it's just like no i just like can't go see my like i would try like we would travel to see each other because we are close enough to do that like the only reason i think that i haven't like visited shelby yet is because the pandemic and i guess jobs but i've had enough jobs where i could just fucking leave so like i just it's stop judging me i'm also i'm talking to myself mostly like stop judging yourself for being quote-unquote boring or not doing all of the things you wanted to do not traveling not doing all of these stuff because it's a goddamn pandemic and it's the most ethical thing to do is to not do all of those things that you want to do literally and like also personally i have never met a person who recreationally goes out to bars and like does all of like the fun things that are actually fun people and at the cafe i've met a couple but they're like cool people do you know what i'm saying are they like like more like oh i do drugs kind of people because like i feel like those people are genuinely cooler than the people who are like i go to tin oh oh yeah 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 yeah. no 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 i'm not talking about tin roof peeps i'm talking about like don't get me wrong like it's it's fun to like go to like a bar or a restaurant and like get a drink with like someone you love and like or some like if if you were to be here and we were to like go get a drink somewhere like that would be fun right getting blackout (laughs) drunk is just something that movies and tv tell us to do as young women so that we can be sexually assaulted i there's no other way to put it like that literally and i it just it i don't know like i really i'm learning how to slow down and it's really hard for me because i've always been overworked and i wish that there was a way well i guess it's just me learning how to take judgment and let it slide but like i (laughs) could not be me i wish that there was a way to live slowly and not have people shit on you for that like i think that like i'm worried about like oh what are these people gonna think that i'm taking a gap year at like the weirdest time in my life and like you know are people gonna think that i'm lazy are people gonna think that i'm boring because all i do is sit around with my fucking cats i love it here's the thing (laughs) fuck other people also other people don't care about you that's like the biggest thing that is they literally don't i think I said that to myself yesterday because I was like, what if someone thinks that I was like, Tori, no one gives. Oh, it was because my coworkers, like I get so anxious that they hate me. Like the ones that I like that, yeah. like we've like had dinner together outside of work that I'm like, oh, I love these people. I'm like every time I like right. leave or two of them are together, I'm just like they're talking about how fucking annoying I am. And first of all, no, they're not. Second of all, if they were, 
I am annoying. This is something I verbalize every day of my life. I'm annoying, and that's okay. And, like, no one fucking cares about you, most likely. Like, they're not thinking it's all you projecting it, and just, like, as long as you like yourself and think you're a fine enough human being, that's really all that matters. Just, like, don't be shitty to people, you know? Yeah, and, like, the people who do care about you are happy when you're happy. Imagine me being like, Catherine's, like, boring. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I can't even imagine. (laughs) I just... (laughs) Like, I can't... Like, I don't know. I think that everyone has such different standards. And it's like... I personally think that most people I met in college are boring and every single one of those people made a career of (laughs) getting blackout drunk on the weekends at these shitty Lexington bars acting like their life is a movie. You know, like it's not. You know where I had the most fun? Baking with Olivia. Like, (laughs) that's like having everyone over for wine. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to really implement that, like, not for that's not for me and that's not my journey attitude. Because here's the thing if you're listening and you're mad at us because, like, going out every weekend and, like, just getting shit faced fulfills you, like, go off, queen. Um, Sorry, I I assume your gender was queen. If that's not how you identify, like, my bad. But, like, just do what you fucking want to do and that's what i think like you'll you probably think i'm boring if that's your mo right like everyone has different standards and it's just like why like i think a lot of your 20s if you're like coming out of school whether it was just like high school or college or grad school whatever it's just like this is the standard this is how you're successful these are the parameters and then it's like okay no just go be a person (laughs) ha 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 and you're not set up like emotionally or financially or just like really at all to like feel okay about yourself and that's the point that's what capitalism wants they want you to like be a go-getter and like try and do all this stuff and shell out your fucking heart when it's just like no do you just like like vibing with your friends and watching love island then do it Like, it doesn't really get better than just, like, sitting outside on a porch with your friends drinking alcohol, in my opinion. I literally, I need you guys to come here because my balcony this time of year, beautiful. I want to be there. Um, But yeah, I feel like even if you're within the parameters, like, I've been within the parameters my whole life, right? Like, I've done everything I'm supposed to do, and I've done it really well. And people are concerned about my well-being <laughs> because I've done everything that I was supposed to do and I've done it really well and you know what that does to a person it fucking kills them <laughs> so like I told Ben yesterday he came home he was like how was your day and I told him like oh I you know it was fine like I hung out with the cats and then I watched Love Island and then I painted this but I hate you can, wait, will you make will you make an art piece for my house? I'm doing like a yeah. wall of just eclectic bullshit, and I would love to feature yeah. uh, friends' art. And you're a friend, I think. So, I think, yeah. Send me send me pins of like your vibe. Um, but, um, and I was just like, yeah, I watched Love Island, and then I took a nap. 
And I was waiting because I judge myself so, so hard. hard. <laughs> I was waiting for him for him to be like, oh, that's all you did today? What are you supposed to do every and day? Run a literally, marathon? <laughs> I don't know. And he literally said, good. Because he's so concerned with me relaxing. Like, that's what he cares about right now. Like, me. Chilling the fuck out. Chilling the fuck out. Chilling the fuck out. Chilling the fuck <laughs> out. And, yeah, I just, I think that being in your 20s is so stupid. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm really excited to read this book because my therapist recommended it to me. It's called The Defining Decade, um, Why Your 20s Matter or something like that. And I just read, like, the beginning of the first chapter today. And she was talking about how, like, consequential the decisions we make in this decade and how it, like, affects everything moving forward, which makes sense. But, like... I just really need, I want to read it. I like already downloaded all the podcasts with that title in it to like hear her, the author speak. And also while I was doing that, I found so many podcasts that are literally just like ours. I was just like, oh, these are two, these are two (laughs) white women just talking about being young ladies, aren't they? Yeah. I'm gonna listen to that shit. We're we're not original. original. Um, but I want to ask you because I want to talk about it after you. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we gonna do to combat these things? Like, what are your goals in your twenties? Like, what are you trying to manifest either this year, not like a five-year plan, but just like what are the vibes that you are trying to get? Like, what are your main priorities? Honestly, I don't know. Like. I could have answered this question with absolute certainty at 20 and like told you I'm going to grad school, I'm going to get a PhD, I want to start, you know, trying to get a job as a professor and I'll probably be married by late 20s, 30 and I will be thinking about children and like that was kind of how it was laid out and I do think, you know, Ben is, Ben is my dude. So, like, that part, maybe. Like, sure. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if I'm going to get a PhD. I don't know. I'm going to apply this season, but I, I don't know if that's the next step for me. And I don't, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. And so, for me, this year, at least for the foreseeable weeks, um, why did I just giggle like an <laughs> anime schoolgirl? <laughs> um, my priority is chilling the fuck out and realizing that I am in a position where I can take time off to focus on things that I love doing and using that to my advantage because, you know, is it fundamentally unfair that some people get to do that and some people don't? Yeah. Would anyone take advantage of that opportunity if they were given it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you need to let that go, which I know we've talked about, but it's like <laughs> I do need to let that go. Um and I just need to like focus on myself, getting to know myself. Oof. Ugly. That's a big thing. <laughs> I am working with my therapist on that a lot because 
I lost a lot of things from my childhood. Like my inner child is just like a little out of touch. And like something that I realized I love doing is painting. I'm going to show you okay. another one. It's not done, but I'm going to show you it. It's my boys. Uh, uh. I'm not done. But it's oh my, my boys. God. I need art from you immediately. So, okay. So, what does chilling the fuck look like for you? You Chilling the fuck out, excuse me. So, painting, like, what are these other things that you love that you want to... I'm trying to hold us accountable for, like, um, in three months when we're like, why well, should be a PhD by now? You really shouldn't because you're going to be 24 and only fucking geniuses do that. And no offense to us, prodigies, we're not... We're not. We were gifted kids, that's it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't. I was like, um, no, I'm not about it. They didn't, they didn't look at me like... That makes one of us, you stupid <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> um, chilling the fuck out. Yeah, it looks like painting. It looks like um, upgrading things in my home. And by upgrading, I mean like making them my own. And I am kind of developing my own style within that which is much more eclectic than I used to acknowledge. Um, And like painting walls, the colors that I want, because we can paint in this apartment, thank God. Um, And doing like projects with my brother, like we're gonna build some some shelves at some point and like that kind of stuff. Um, And part of me wants to get back into writing because I used to write a lot. And then, you know, college, it's the same reason why people stop reading in college. It's just hard to do that when you're doing it as, like, work. your day-to-day. Yeah, your work. And, like, reading, I literally just ordered so many books <laughs> um, just to have so that I can, like, continue reading. Like, I won't have any, like, slumps because I did run out of books to read because I am reading so much right now. Um letting myself watch tv i've always seen watching tv as like a failure of a thing like or like even a boring thing or like not good enough for like the life i want to live honestly some days i just love watching tv and like watching love island and just like consuming trash i love it um baking I love baking. I'm actually making my brother's birthday cake uh, for his part. His birthday party is um, I'm making his birthday cake tonight. I made a tester cake last weekend, and it was phenomenal. Um, and just kind of getting in touch with me. Like, how, like, what kind of exercise do I like doing? What kind of movement do I like doing? What do I like to eat? What do I like to paint? What do I like to write? Things that I don't know about myself. So chilling the fuck out to me is like taking it slow day by day, hanging out, doing things I want to do. I guess. I think, I don't know. I don't know. That's maybe stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm never really sure. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh. I feel you about the TV <laughs> thing, but I've always watched a lot of TV and... Uh, it's just elitist and classist to be like, oh, TV's for stupid people. Uh, and I've always, yeah. like, like I ideally would like to be a comedian slash, like, TV writer. 
And mm-hmm. I just like, while I've been working the two jobs for the past however many months it was before, <sighs> yawn, excuse me. Um, I like wasn't watching a lot of TV because I didn't have time and I was just exhausted. And yeah. for the first, I guess it's been like a month now almost that I've been out of that law office. I was just like, let's sit down and watch all the shows that I've wanted to for literal years. And there has been like in the past few years, like I can't watch anything other than like my six favorite comfort shows because I just like emotionally was not in a spot to do that. But I've just been consuming so much TV. Like I finally started and got through a lot of Arrested Development. I'm watching Nine Perfect Strangers. (laughs) Um returning to how to get away with murder the book nine perfect strangers okay i don't know why they made a tv show out of nine perfect strangers i don't i do know why it was necessary melissa melissa mccarthy and bobby cannavale that's why i mean i get it i have i only watched like one episode and i read the books i read the book it's a single book um and I just kind of wasn't interested. I'm going to I'm going to watch it eventually obviously because I do love the cast and I did the story was fine. The story is not Leanne Mor- Moriarty's best. It's she's definitely done I mean better. you go into the woods uh crazy blonde skinny lady and do shrooms. Like that's uninteresting, but this cast yeah, I'm sure the cast would make it interesting. I read the book and I was I had such high hopes for it because I read a bunch of her books over Christmas and she is such a profoundly good mundane writer. Like she writes normal life really really well. This is turning into a We book also talk. should do um, a season that's just a book club. I do believe this. I agree. Um and but anyway, so she's like super, super good at, at, at just being like a, a normal writer who writes about everything everyday things. But a like hallmark of her writing is that she has like these crazy twists, right? Like Big Little Lies was was her and um like in her books it's always like you find something out like two thirds away of the way through and you're like <gasps> right, like that's the point. Um, and so this one, spoiler alert, this one was the microdosing, right? I wasn't that surprised. They were giving them smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> um, like when I read the book, I, I will give the show a chance eventually. I just haven't like gotten to yeah. it yet. This doesn't anyway, sound like an interesting not... book, but the way that just like the cinematography is really cool. And I just like, again, uh, Melissa McCarthy, I, Brandon, when we were at the lake, we watched Thunder Force. I fell asleep like twice, so I didn't finish it, but she's in that. And then I started rewatching mm. Gilmore Girls while we were there too. She's in that. And then I was thinking about Nine Perfect Strangers and I was like, Melissa McCarthy is an icon and has been a powerhouse for literal decades. And, 
<sighs> yeah, I love her, and she does it all, and I adore would her. die for yeah. her. She made bridesmaids. That's what I have to say. She did it. It was no one else. Um, yeah. Actually, Rose Byrne did a great job. What is your tenure? What does your decade look like? I mean, we're a good third of the way into it, but like, what are your... Well, I do have a five-year plan that I'm not going to say because it is crazy and it is just my, like, cuckoo mind talking. Mm. Um, I want to move to Puerto Rico and do AmeriCorps there, but that was just, like, a fever dream one day that I <laughs> came up with. And um, I, like, every season recently, like, this summer, I wrote in my, like, little notes... Page, I was like, I want to swim, I want to write, and I want to sit in the sun, and like other stuff like that. And for like winter, it's like I want to read more, um, and some other bullshit that I don't fucking remember. But I think I'm also trying to like get back into like enjoying TV. And also, I watched part of Shonda Rhimes's masterclass, and she really validated me for like liking TV. She was like, you need to like know the TV like all of it if you are going to like try and write it like oh you want to be a fucking comedian or comedy writer and you haven't seen like all of these sh like you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like i want to just like watch more as research but also enjoyment and entertainment it's like a writer um, like a book writer reading books yeah it's the same fucking bullshit stop trying to make me feel bad for liking tv she says to herself. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I was, well, no, I was going to say professor's name, but then I took it back. I took it back. I took it back. It's a white man. We don't really care. Um, yeah. And I think, like I said earlier, as far as like work, I want to be working in places where I like feel good about the work I'm doing or like good about the people that I'm working with. Ideally both. Yeah. So like right now, like I like food service. Like I, I'm like really personable. Like I like thrive in that environment. Um, and it's always just like a good reminder that I don't actually want my own food, like mm -hmm. restaurant. Like that's something I've always thought of. And then I'm just like there and I'm like, Oh fuck no. Like the amount of money and just waste. It just, it's too much for me. Um, I think I'm trying to make new friends and, like, just, like, love what loves me or whatever the Instagram uh, tells me. <laughs> so, like, like, really fostering the friendships that I, like, know are, like, good and wholesome. Yeah. And I would like to, like, I... There's this Spanish group that comes to the cafe and they do like a language exchange type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I finally got the nerve to be like, are you guys a language group and join their Facebook group? So I would like, like to do stuff with that and stay in language circles. Um, but it's also a pandemic and they are eating outside. I don't know right now, but I also work there. So it's weird. Um, and then the thing that I've sort of come to recently is, like, I really like taking classes and always, like, learning things. Mm -hmm. And um, academia has brainwashed me to be like, oh, if you want to be a lifelong learner, you got to be a PhD student, bitch. Right. But, like, even just, like, taking this salsa class. Like, I've taken many salsa classes in my life. 
and this one I wanted like it's a partner work class so I'm doing it with Brandon and I wanted to do that with him because like he's Cuban and Puerto Rican and like wants to like know how to do dancing better than he does now which is not hard because he's bad <laughs> um, but like even just like taking a like second city class online or taking like a burlesque dancing class or a pole dancing class or even just like a yoga class I think something that I'm gonna try to do starting in 2022 is just like as long as I like am financially and like time wise okay to do so like be in some sort of class that like is making me like taking me out of my comfort zone and like maybe I meet someone there but I like usually don't meet people like in the salsa class we're like six feet apart we're not like hanging out we're just like all learning to dance better so I think I want to be doing more classes and be a constant learner sorry my dog is just like she's i I see you (laughs) i see you yeah your daddy was supposed to come get you i know um and then other than that i just like want to hang out with my friends and wish that more friends were in the city that i live in um just like a word of wisdom to people headed into their 20s in their 20s people always tell me i'm fucking mature and they're like oh my god i can't believe you're only 22 you're you're such a baby but you're so mature um people literally it's a weekly thing um buy or borrow or rent the four agreements and the defining decade and like work on yourself and like don't forget to do that work in your 20s um and i don't know i think something we talk about a lot on the pod is just like being more gracious with yourself and like also giving that to others like i'm trying to be better at being more gracious Mm -hmm. with myself and being like like, this girl came in to the cafe yesterday and was like, this is the coolest place I've ever been. I'm so mad I'm just finding this. And I've had that feeling, like, when I've gone somewhere and been like, why have I not been here every single week of my life? Right. And I, like, still haven't been to places that I want to be, like, go to. And I just told her, I was like, dude, there's only 24 hours in a day. There's only seven days in a week. Like, you only can, you can't eat out sustainably every single day. Right. Like, you can't go to all of the restaurants, all of the places. all You can't. You can't do it all at once. And I just, like, told her that. I was just like, yeah, it's a fucking cool place. And just, like, be happy that you found it now. You yeah. know? Like, it's fine. You're fine. Be happy that you're, you're doing anything wrong. And you're growing. That's what your 20s is. That's what fucking all of life is, I'm pretty sure. So... <laughs> Yeah, and just, like, do drugs responsibly. Probably don't have a kid just because of the status of the world. Do drugs Um, interfere with birth control the way that, like, antibiotics do? Do you know what interferes with birth control? Not taking it. That's what I've been doing recently. Just not... Um, yeah, I know melatonin does. I feel like, um, cocaine probably does a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't fucking know. 
But if you're like super uptight and insecure and like hate yourself, maybe do some acid. That's, I think, I think that's the best bet for you. (laughs) And then follow it up with a therapy session. So we're always here to offer advice. (laughs) (laughs) Unsolicited advice, ladies. That's what we're here for. Um, So yeah, that, that's our, those are our thoughts. We'll probably talk a lot more about this, honestly. That, this is like a whole theme. It's every day. It's just every day. <laughs> um, so let's do our unoriginal thoughts. I don't have one. Do you have one? Um, no. But I could come up with one. Here it is. <laughs> Green is my favorite color. Me too. It hasn't been. It's very new. Me too. Like yesterday. <laughs> yesterday I decided. I Here's the thing. I think that if you crushed me into a marble, my marble color would be like red. Um, we've talked about this on here. Um, my favorite color prior to this was yellow. And my generally favorite color is purple and black and gold. Right now I'm really into green. Just like a green velvet scrunchie has been on my head. Uh, every day and that's my unoriginal thought is green is my favorite color um my unoriginal thought is everything that is good has already been done (laughs) (laughs) and there's not been a lot of it Mm -hmm. i'm reading a book right now and i don't i don't want to throw the book under the bus just yet because I'm not done so I'm not gonna like say what it is yet we can talk about it in detail once I'm done but and it's it's a fine book but my unoriginal thought is not everyone has to write a book (sighs) me too I oh my god more people need to read everyone's like oh I'm gonna write a book no you need to read like 500 more books before you uh say that again because I've heard you talk before yeah no. Like, sometimes I have a thought where I'm like, I'm gonna... <laughs> I could write a yeah, book. Yeah, literally. I'm like... <laughs> but not them. I'm like, I, I should write a book. And then I'm like, if I do, it's not leaving my desk. Like... <laughs> yeah, go ahead and write a book. Just don't ever make me read it. Right. And like, I... Actually, that's not true. I'd read a, I'd read a book my friend wrote. I would too, out of support. But like... Yeah, like people aren't supporting this podcast. Anywho... <laughs> Uh, shouts out to Jossley. Guys, how many days till Christmas is it? Is that something we're adding? Okay, Catherine. Uh, <laughs> Jossley will join the Patreon if we do that every week. Okay. Um, how many days till Christmas? Google. Let's see this. I should also just go to her Instagram. Does she also, have a countdown on her Instagram? Account. Um, it's 98 days, 11 hours, and 4 minutes till Christmas. 4 minutes on the dot. Yeah, let me go ahead and see. Um, there's this cool Instagram account I follow. It's called I Slay All Day. Anyway, thanks to Yahira, Claire, Timber. Oh, Billy listened the other day. I really appreciate the support, you all. Um, We're actually growing a sizable audience. I think we have, like, don't get me wrong, followers low. But in terms of like t- total listens, we have we have a few. And the dots are getting bigger and like in more places on the map. Ooh. Um, shouts out to whoever the fuck is in Belgium. 
because who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, thank you. Are you going to kill us? Yeah, like, <laughs> thank you, but also, what? Um, and we also have a good amount, mostly, mostly Western Europe is, like, we have, like, the Midwest here and, like, a few of our, like, East Coast people, and then we have Western Europe. <laughs> Um, so where's the Cali listens guys where's that west coast so thank you guys um, for listening to us in Brussels (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yeah we truly appreciate it also we do have a patreon I don't know how your currency is going to (laughs) come to ours I don't know how the euro transfers but uh, I'm pretty sure it's more money for you sorry about that wait no less money because it's American dollars I don't know. Sometimes I really know that I'm dumb and it does hurt my feelings, but it's okay. I feel like as long as I'm hurting my feelings and no one else is hurting my feelings. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, but yeah, so send send this pod to a friend if you like us. Shouts out my little cousin who is a palm in the DMV and she started listening and she texted me and she was like, I'm cracking up at the shit about the palms. Um, I love her and I am very happy that she's listening and that she likes us. (laughs) I love her too. Also. Yeah. Billy texted me and was like, not me like cackling at the first five minutes of your pod and I was like oh my gosh thank you so much and then she was like it was the dad comment for me (laughs) and what really hurt my feelings immediately is that I had to like really think hard I was like which one (laughs) you know like I didn't know um and I still don't know but I assume it's me saying that I would date your dad which I like wouldn't do but it was it has been said multiple times on this podcast I don't know if he's listened to it yet I feel like he might be avoiding it because he knows that I say fuck six times a minute um we'll see um but I don't I don't want my mom to listen to this I want her to know but I also know she can't figure out podcasts on her own so it'll be fine yeah it's fine um I don't I don't think my brothers listen to it. <laughs> but that's fine. Um yeah, shout out Yin Ye. He is our he has like his no- the notifications Aww. on and everything. Very cute. Um very supportive. But yeah, send us to your pals. Um tell your friends about us cuz we are embarrassed to tell people. But if you do yeah, it, <laughs> it's really alarming. Timber posted it on Instagram while I was like away again because I delete it like once a week um, because I can't handle it yeah. being on my phone all the time. And I like saw that she mentioned me in my story and then saw that someone else was like, oh, my gosh, not me running to go listen to it. We really do have to stop saying not me, blah, 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 blah. It's not cute. It actually really is cute. Anyway, Love Island USA fans, do you guys like Jeremy? Anyway, <laughs> it's time for us to go. <laughs> was that <laughs> I did not follow a single part of that <laughs> here's the thing if you watch Love Island USA season 3 you knew exactly what the fuck I was talking about literally in their like vows at the end Bailey said to Jeremy like not you getting everyone to talk like everyone in the villa to talk like you because he'd be like not me he's really funny for a white man and I mean that sincerely <laughs> I thought I hated him because he was such a bro-looking douchebag. Yeah. But he is one of the funniest people I've ever seen on a TV. I love it. 
I'll have to. And I don't think it's on purpose. I, I think I'm going to get into Love Island US after Olivia and I are done with Love Island UK, which will yeah, be another don't year. Watch, don't watch the first season. If you okay. watch the first season, you'll never watch another one. Okay. Good to know. It rained every day. I just, why do they just keep... Just go to Spain. I, like, am actually mad about this. They went to Fiji during, like monsoon season i assume because it rained every night didn't they do fiji for love island australia because that's like closer like it cost a lot of money to send people to spain um maybe also there is did i tell you that the reason i love brandon or like i was confirmed that love i love him the other day was that a love island australia um instagram ad came up and he was like dude (laughs) and it's in australia and like underneath it it's like backyard edition because it's in their backyard or something like that it says like straya and i just uh i love them uh i want to go there as a cultural exchange and just really yeah soak up the good days you know i just I need to be better at accents. That's something I wish for myself. That's something I'm manifesting. I need to stop talking and go drink less coffee. Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm trying my best. (laughs) Yeah, Catherine's really working hard, and I'm just, like, yelling at Squarespace. (laughs) Uh, If you've looked up my website and you haven't found it, it is because I have not published it still. (laughs) And... That's fine. You know, it's fine. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay, I press stop. Nothing Original the Podcast is brought to you by Victoria Cruz Falk and Catherine Perini. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nothingoriginalpod or go to our website nothingoriginalpod.us to support us any way you can. Don't forget to share with a friend and don't forget to download because we don't know how the analytics work, but we think that downloads mean something. Thanks so much for listening.